0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area, heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro, and you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting this morning from the St. Francis House here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. It has been a great morning, and if you've missed any of the show, we're already into the second hour, which is hard to believe. But if you've missed anything, you can always check us out. We'll have the podcast up later at yourcatholicradiostation.com, or you can find us on our podcasts, our app. We've got all exciting things. So Julie Becker is with me, and Michael Gross, thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, and Julie, you are the executive director of this beautiful facility. Yes. Thank you for letting
1: us... Take over your room here. Well, I enjoy that you guys uh, chose to come here, and I think this is a great spot if you want to continue to do remote locations. Oh, I would love it. We have the space now. The connection is beautiful. The people, this whole area is just beautiful. So tell us a little bit about what the St. Francis House is first. Well, the St. Francis House um, is an ecumenical ministry to the homeless. Uh, We have been in operation since March of 1987. Wow. So many years. And until most recently, all of those years, we were, of course, part of the diocese under the U.S. Catholic bishops. Okay. And then when um, we had the slight change is when the city of Sioux Falls requested or required, I should say, us (laughs) to put all of our parcels for this new building under one... Um, Title. then we had the very difficult decision of, do we donate homes that we bought through the St. Francis House to the diocese, or does the diocese donate the main shelter and the Dudley Duplex to the St. Francis House, and we grow up and we get to be big kids and go out (laughs) on our own. And through a lot of discussions with Mm -hmm. the diocese, and of course we had our diocesan rep, uh, Matt Althoff, um, we came to the Decision that it was probably time that St. Francis House spreads its wings, Aww. and so the diocese <laughs> so graciously donated those two pieces of property. Wow! And of course, we just took down the main shelter um, last Monday. Yeah, night. for the
0: for, wow. For those that don't know, it's kind of a big deal here in Sioux Falls. The St. Francis House. We're sitting in a brand new facility. Right. We're talking brand new, mm-hmm. and. So, and the old facility, I was actually kind of sad to
2: see it. It's gone.
1: <laughs> it was a very bittersweet day, let me tell you.
2: It so, was sad. My kids grew up over there. And, yeah. And they we drove by during the yep. whole construction of it going yeah. down. And
0: it, it's strange. It was tough. Yeah. It's strange. So, real quick, between the... Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. We've Mm -hmm. talked about the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. How does the St. Francis House work with Bishop Dudley House? What's the difference?
1: Right. Well, Bishop Dudley is that emergency housing. When Bishop Dudley became... um, gone from a concept to reality, we were asked to no longer provide emergency housing. That's why we're now transitional, meaning Bishop Dudley provides housing for the first 60 days, and then they want them to be transitioning either to apartments or to the St. Francis House, because we are 60 days or longer and most of our guests stay anywhere between nine months some as long as a year mm-hmm. we have one person in particular who is past a year right now only because she um, is planning on moving home to Rapid City and she wants to make sure she has X amount of dollars saved she wants to make sure all of her debts to our part of the state are mm-hmm. paid off before she makes that final transition um, West River yeah so it definitely has a different look to it right and And then the other programming part is different is we are zero tolerance where um, individuals down at Bishop Dudley can be under the influence. Mm. They can't be actively drinking within the building. But the whole premise was is that we don't didn't want anybody to one freeze Mm -hmm. in our cold months, Mm -hmm. and then people also forget that in the summer, it gets pretty hot, yeah. and they need a place to be cool, especially when most of the people that we serve are on some type of medication, and we all know that medications and heat have a tendency to to change. Yeah, Yeah. they're not friends, and so we wanted to make sure that we had people safe on the streets, and so that's what Bishop Dudley does, is that emergency, it's kind of like an emergency room, Mm -hmm. and then once you're out of the emergency room, they move you to your own room, because you're no longer in that critical stage and that's what St. Francis House is. is We're more of, you're in your hospital room, we're here to provide the care so that you can soon be able to go out on your own. So what
0: kind of things are you providing um, the people that stay here? um, What kind of guidelines are you setting up for them to succeed and to move on? Well, first and
1: foremost, besides the basics of the food and a roof over their head and personal hygiene and clothing, they uh, have a case manager that is assigned to them, and it's all about developing short-term and long-term goals while addressing the issue of mental health, physical health issues, as well as addiction. Addiction is huge at this time, unfortunately, in our community. I think the last stat I looked at for St. Francis House is about 97% of our guests have some form of addiction, either alcohol, drugs, gambling, or a combination of two or more. So it's really focusing on trying to give them that hope back so that they can see that they are contributing members to our community. They just need some different supports. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's kind of, It's not a cookie cutter type program. Every single one of our guests has something different. So something unique that we have just started this year, because we're in our new building, is that we have been getting donations of uh, craft items, as well as I've written grants for items. So it's everything from the Naga beads that our guests, who especially are Native Americans, so they can make their dream catchers, to yarn for crocheting, to sketch pads... Painting. We're trying to get them into their hobbies. And our, some of our guests are some of the most amazing, talented artists.
2: Some of the artwork that they put it's out a, is, is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, too, is when people get into a phase and you start doing something wrong, you just figure that's your life. Mm-hmm. That's all you mm-hmm. have. That's the only way it is. So you might as well continue it because it's the only thing you know. Right. Uh, so it's nice that the St. Francis House allows people to come in and be creative, express themselves. Right. And understand that, again, yes, they're a part of society, and they need to act like society, and they need to get away from that lifestyle and be able to move on.
0: So I'm interested, Michael, you volunteer here at the St. Francis House, but I also see you're wearing a jacket that doesn't look like a normal <laughs> winter coat. What do we got going on here?
2: So. My, my past, because of my past, I always – I give talks around the country, and I always talk about my past doesn't define my future. Um, and that's something that I try to talk to the guests when I do volunteer here quite a bit. So one thing I did is – I'm not a high school graduate. I don't have a GED. I never went to high school. Um, and so I let them know that – you can be successful without having some of that stuff. Because sometimes you go, gosh, I just don't have it. People are going to look down on me. Everybody's going to look down on you. Even if you're one of the wealthiest persons, look at you know the president and anything else. Everybody has opinions about everything. So right. <laughs> I give back and I volunteer. And that's one reason why every week I come here to help volunteer just to shed some light and try to make an impact on people. So um, I'm a volunteer firefighter, also out in Brandon. Right now I'm taking my EMT class just because and i'm not sure why i think my <laughs> wife questions my sanity some days because she's like one more thing that you got to do well
0: then you're doing something right if, you exactly
2: know. <laughs> but you know what the thing is education out there is a gift that we have and that we can take and anything that i can absorb to make me better or be able to help people more i want i want it and it's it's do i need to take my emt class absolutely not but i want to it's, it's something that I can do and I can give back And I can continue helping people So that's why I do it, that's why I do volunteer firefighting That's why you know I volunteer at the St. Francis House That's why I mentor kids That's why I go around the country and I give talks That's why you keep giving back
0: that's beautiful, and yep. I think it's a a very huge and strong testimony that you have to share with people. I wish we had more than five
2: minutes to talk with you. No, no. <laughs> Come down to the St. Francis House and volunteer with us, and I'll share my story with you on a Thursday for it lunch. It is a
1: pretty powerful story. We're going to have to have you back. Yes, (laughs) I cannot say it enough. And when I just happened to catch Michael serving lunch, and he was telling the story of his life um, to the guests, it was amazing to see their reaction. Because if you look at Michael's vehicle, he's also a hag realtor. And <laughs> oh so, they're all thinking, oh, well, you know, here's this he realtor, and he's us. walking in with a firefighter jacket, a fireman's jacket, and he's got his life together. Mm-hmm. And then when it, he hears the whole story of Michael's life, they kind of go, oh. Yeah.
2: Look at how he
1: changed his life and what he's doing now and how people see him. Then, oh, you know, I can do that, too. If he could do that, he was in a worse situation than I am.
2: Yep, I'm on the board of my church. You know, we give back to all that different stuff. We help different organizations. I mean, that's the way it should be in life. Absolutely. Give back to God. Give back to the way it should be.
0: Absolutely. So what are some of the volunteer things that you do here at the St. Francis House?
2: So most of the stuff that I do, realistically, is just Thursdays I I serve lunch. Um, If there's something that needed to be done, I can come down and I help. I know when we were transitioning over here, I helped um, get furniture, bring furniture back over Different things like that. I come down. I like to clean. I'm a clean freak now. So (laughs) when I was out waiting to come in here, I seen a little bit of dust. So then I'm like, "Oh, we got a dust." Yes, lots of dust. But that that's that's what I like to do. I like to cook. So I come down and I help a lot with lunches and stuff.
1: Well, I think he's downplaying a little bit because a big thing about Michael is the holidays. He comes here to the St. Francis House and he brings his kids, and. They play board games and they do a lot of fun stuff with the guests. And even sometimes they're just the kids are playing game themselves. And I think that the big message that our guests receive is if someone can bring their kids here, then I must not be that scary or I must not be that bad because they're entrusting their most precious gifts around me and so it's a very powerful message and for some it helps heal some of those wounds because they don't get to see their kids but yet they can play a simple game Mm -hmm. with a child and think you know I am on my road to recovery. I am on my road to going down a different path in life so that I can reconnect with my family when I get more stability and my foundation built to go forward. And so I think that's a huge part that Michael does is those those little extra things are... On Pi Day, he brought pie. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, those little things. It was Pi day. day. So they yeah. all got pie. Right? Yeah. And so it's just those little things that... Um, make the
2: difference for but we're all guests. human we're all human it doesn't matter who we are we're all human we all deserve the respect and dignity that that God wants us to have and so that, my kids love it I they've grown up here and they they look forward to coming down here and my five year old he he's a little naughty Phoenix is <laughs> You know,
1: he's a hoot. I always he, hear, you're here again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. But the guests love him because he's so honest. And, yep. you know, for being five years old, he will tell you what he thinks and how he wants and everything <laughs> else. And so they will just get at him and stuff. And, it, it, and it's just hilarious. The interaction that the guests have with That's him. Beautiful. So beautiful. it's wonderful. I yeah.
0: love it. So, Julie, is there anything that people who are listening um, can do to help out the St. Francis house?
1: Well, first, I always say your prayers because if it's not for the prayers, we would have never been in this beautiful building. Because I know there's a lot of prayers said for us. Um, number two, if you're out on social media, look at our social media and you can see about how you can get more involved. A new thing we started uh, is on the third of February we started serving morning breakfast. So oh. if you're an early riser and you want something to do, um, come on in and you can just help serve the breakfast. You don't have to make it. You don't have to buy it. It's already prepared. You just get to serve and and um, be a part of our guest life. And if you're cleaning out, bring stuff to us because we always find a home. We just had a big bag of yarn brought in and it was scooped away by the ladies because they're going to start crocheting different stuff. Don't tell my mom, but I'm going (laughs) to give away all her craft stuff in my basement. My my cousin did that of my aunt's stuff and it was amazing.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Julie, and thank you for joining us um, this morning, Michael. And um, we're going to have a guest coming up um, on the other side of our 10-minute tour so I'm really excited to talk with Ashton and, um, and So be sure to stay tuned. Um, next, we're going to travel around our listening area for our 10-minute tour coming up next. And then we'll talk to one of the guests, like I said, Ashton Craft at the St. Francis House. And you don't want to miss that. So stay close. Stay tuned. I'm Heather Carroll, and you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'll be right back.